this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. Comic Book Noise. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com. It's part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at comicbooknoise.com. Or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772. If you would like to donate to help keep the show running, um, well, the whole network running, actually, um, you can go to comicbooknoise.com. On the homepage, you will see uh, several ways that you can donate to the show, either by Alphonic Minutes. Alphonic is a web service that I use to process the um, the mobile episodes that I do. Now there is a, there's going to be a distinction, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, you can, of course, just donate through uh, PayPal, and you can also become a patron, a patron on Patreon, um, for as little as uh, one dollar a month. You get access to. Um, everlasting gratitude in my heart as well as um, certain patron only shows Um, yeah whoops (laughs) I'm driving in case you can't tell and um, I just looked over in the left lane and I wasn't looking at this lady but I was looking in her direction and you know, she looked over at me like, "What? Do, what the hell are you doing?" I'm, like, I'm not creeping on her. She's not even really a lady. She's more like a girl. She's like late twenties, early thirties. So anyway, um, I have been giving a lot of thought to reformatting uh, comic book books. In the very early days of Comic Book Noise, I used to work from uh, notes. I can't rem- I don't recall me ever working from a script. I know that I worked from a script for uh, Deliberate Noise, but that lasted just a, a few episodes before I said, oh, this is a big cast. Um, in fact, uh, it was me finding out how a professional wrestler Rick Flair did his uh, his interviews and his promos that I decided to just get rid of scripts altogether. And the only thing that I actually read after that was when I was doing the uh, the story podcast. But um, what basically what they would do is they would tell him, "Here, these are certain things we want you to say. Go out there and talk for five minutes." You know, 
not usually five minutes back in the day they were a little bit more pressed for time but mostly it was about maybe two or three minutes which is a long time in tv time and so they would say here we want you to work in uh that you're feuding with dusty Rhodes, and you're going to meet him at the coliseum on the 24th right and that's all they would tell him to say and then he would talk and he would just come up with stuff off the cuff you know um, and when I, I read that, I was like, I could, I could do that. I could just work from a few bullet points, you know. So for a while there, the format was basically, here are some things that I have written down, right? For example, um, and this is an episode that I did not do. Um, I hadn't really thought about doing, but I could do. And this is what I would do. I'd have the, the notes written down that be three lines um and actually four lines uh it would say like um mrss2 right um that would be line number one line number two would just be wagner news um and number three would just be lsh list okay and so the first and number four would just be outro. All right. <laughs> Sometimes I have to tell myself, okay, I need to stop talking and just end the show. But the first one, like uh, MRSS2, um, this is known I haven't done because you know, I just found out about this yesterday. But um, they were doing an interview with Margot Robbie, who played um, Harley Quinn, and they said, you know, what would you like to see in Suicide Squad 2? And she said that she would like to see, you know, some of the, uh, the female characters that Harley is known for hanging out with in the comic books, you know, like uh, probably Poison Ivy, Catwoman, who else she hangs out with. I don't know, I haven't read Harley Quinn in a long time. Um, because she said that, you know, Harley would bring a, a different dynamic when she's dealing with uh, her girlfriends as opposed to all the testosterone around her, right? And so that would be, I could probably get, I don't know, five minutes out of that. Oh, God. Sorry about this. It's the, the microphone. Um, What was number two? Wagner News? Yeah, that would be just be news talking about what's going on with uh, with uh, Matt Wagner, you know, the um, creative genius behind Grindle and Mage. As well as some of um, the Batman stories from about 10, 15 years ago that I actually liked, you know, like Faces. Um and uh, Batman and Monsterman, stuff like that. Um, as, you know, that, I could probably get like a few minutes out of that. I'd definitely, no, I'd get more than a few minutes because I'd start talking about um, the stuff by him that I liked in the past, you know. Not just his, his artwork, but also his writing, such as um, uh, Sandman Mystery Theater, because he did that forever. And uh, Madame Xanadu. There's a lot of stuff you can talk about. His, his run on um, The Shadow, you know. I think that he would also be able to do a, a good job with um, with Doc Savage if he ever wanted to go that route. Um, 
but I don't think he does. I think he's happy dealing with the things he has a little bit more creative control over. Um, and I realized that the shadow is a licensed character, and the other characters are also owned. No, the characters that I mentioned are owned by DC, and he has the most creative control over Grendel and um, Nage. Um, but the way I understand it, the uh, sorry, the um, the the Doc Savage uh, company. The estate of who's it, Lester Dent? I can't remember. Um, no, who's Lester Dent? Shit. Uh, anyway, um, they uh, they did they have like really like a stricter set of rules to use, right? I think that that's why um, Dave Stevens never said Doc Savage <laughs> in the Rocketeer. At least I don't think he did. Um, then uh, number three would be, you know, an LSH list. I'd come up with a list of uh, my favorite Legionnaires who weren't in the 30th, when they weren't in the 30th century, 31st, 30th, 31st century. And I talk about time travel stories involving a Legion that I actually liked, um, and I could probably get a good 10, 15 minutes out of that, right? So anyway, that's how I would do, that's how I used to do things way back in the early days, you know, um, then I started, then I got a handheld recorder, right, and a lot of people who listen around that time know that I would frequently walk in my backyard, you know, but I'd also would have, like, a little piece of paper, right, or if not a little piece of paper, I would think about something, and then I would immediately walk outside and start talking, you know, um, there was a lot of times where Ruby or uh, or Lola, especially, would make a guest appearance with all the barking that they would do in the background, or you have airplanes going overhead, or there'd just be a lot of ambient noise. I mean, it was that was um, you know another uh, format for um, comic book noise. Then after. The, that I have to say I learned that I could easily um, drive and talk you know if I could take a uh, if I could walk in my backyard and talk I could um, drive and talk and for a while there I tried to use notes while I drove um, but I, but it just became easier to just think of something before I get in the car or, or just start talking <coughs> excuse me, on my way to the car, you know, and just keep talking until I got to work. And if anybody's listening knows I can get 20 minutes because that's how long my commute was just out of that. <coughs> I am so sorry, but it is really dry where I'm at. And my throat is really, really parched. Um, and I don't think I have any water in this car. Any bottles of water. Um, nope. 
if I feel like it's getting too bad, I'll just stop the recording. But anyway, so that's how that's where I've been for the past couple of years. Just um, no, I, I take that back. Um, that's where I was for years, you know, just uh, driving in my car, stuff off the top of my head, no notes, all on memory. If I get something wrong, eh, I get it wrong, you know. Um, a lot of times people let me know much later on, say, hey, you know, you were wrong about this. I'm like, okay, well, thank you, because um, I'm a polite person. If somebody says you're wrong, I'll say, fuck you. I'm just like, okay, thank you. Anyway, um... And that's how it was when I had a car, you know, sort of like this, this podcast here, just off the top of my head while I have a car, you know? <clears throat> but this is not my car, this is, this is Patty's car, so, um, what happens is, I will log into work early, work for about an hour or two. Um, actually, more like two and a half hours. Then I um, log off, take Patty to work, go to work, continue the rest of my day. You know. Um, but there are things that I would think about on the way to the, uh, you know. Oh, while I'm getting ready, um, and even in the car, while Patty's in the car and we're talking, I'm still thinking, hmm, I'm going to talk about this, I'm going to talk about that. But then by the time I actually get around to recording, it's just like, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I'll just drive. You know, I'll, just, I'll, I'll put the, the, the auxiliary cable from my phone to the car, and I'll just listen to podcasts. You know? And so that's why I haven't been doing this driving podcasts while I have access to a car than before, right? And on the days that I don't take Patty's car, um, I was catching an Uber to work, which then turned to Lyft because Uber sucks ass balls, right? Doesn't suck ass, doesn't suck balls, but ass balls. Then as anybody who ever had ass balls will tell you, those are probably the worst balls there are. I don't know. I've never had them, but they just seem like a bad, bad deal. Anyway, so there were times where I would record right before somebody would show up, right? And with Uber, that was easy because Uber would take at least 15 minutes to show up, okay? Um, but Lyft is much superior experience, and there are times... When they'll say, hey, it'll take uh, 15 minutes to get there. And then while I'm waiting, they'll, they'll ref- the screen will refresh and say, hey, we found a, a, a different driver for you. They'll be here in like seven minutes, you know. <laughs> so even if I wanted to do a quick five minute recording or so now. I just lost some time, which I'm not complaining about because I'd rather get to work, right? And um, two days out of the week, uh, Patty picks me up from work. And uh, the other day, my mother or my brother will pick me up. And if I'm in the car with any of them, I talk. I I prefer to talk to them. Um, 
when I'm in the car with my mother, no, I, I actually, when, my, when I'm in the car with my mother, we usually have the news and PR going on in the background. It's very low, but it's on, right? Uh, Patty usually has her CD playing in the background when we're talking, but it's on. <clears throat> but when my brother picks me up, or on those rare occasions where my daughters would drive me anywhere, if I'm driving them, same thing with Steven. Although Steven's a little different now. Um, I don't like to have the radio playing. You know, I don't like to have any... I, I like to interact with them. I like to talk to them and not have any kind of distractions, you know. Um, when the girls are younger and I'd give them rides to school or just, like I said, just, we're just driving around. We never had the radio on because we talked to each other. Um, we would get a little bit older and now that they're driving, if I get into the car... And I noticed this with my oldest daughter, um, oldest daughter. Um, if I get into the car and she has the radio on, she'll turn it off so we can talk. You know, my younger daughter not not all the time, but you know, maybe uh, seven out of ten times she'll turn it off. But those other digits, and when Steven starts driving, he'll probably be a radio on type of person. But anyway, so that's how I got out of the habit of of talking and recording to and from work you know um, going from work I, there's, there's just some <sighs> on the days where I have the car I just don't feel like it you know it's like you realize I get up at 5 I get up before 5.30 every day right um, and then I just like almost immediately start working on, you know, I, I check the emails for the, um, for the network. I make sure that there's no notifications that sites are down and I have to do this all within, you know, the half hour before I log into work. And then it's just a bunch of running around or driving around and a full day at work. So at the end of the day, I just don't feel like talking. I don't feel like talking to anybody. That's why I'm pretty happy that um, that Patty isn't picking me up. Because on those those early days, if it was an early day and you know I'm working nonstop and she she picks me up, I just don't feel like talking. You know, I don't do a whole lot of talking at work because um, I, I, I work over in my little area. I think I told this before. The, where I work, where my entire team is spread out, um, and so we usually communicate through IM, and I don't, I don't go over and talk. Right? If I want to talk to somebody, I'll just walk over. Right? I don't pick up the phone. In fact, somebody you called me on the phone a few days ago, and I just looked at it. I was like, I'm not answering that damn thing. Right? Um, so that's why there haven't really been a whole lot of um, podcasts. Um, cause I really just ran out of steam <laughs> around, uh, dog days of podcasting. Cause we noticed I was doing pretty good with dog days of podcasting. And all of a sudden I just like hit a wall, you know? Um, in fact, this, this whole year is pretty been up and down for the podcast. Um, and next year I am endeavoring to do better. And one of the things, and once again, it's actually sort of ties back into professional wrestling um 
I was uh, listening to an audio show by the guys over at PW Insider Elite. And they had a question from Corey Strode, who is uh, who has the Solitaire Rose uh, podcast. Um, he also does a novel cast. Uh, great guy. He's actually one of the people on my list to meet one day. Although he pretty much works, you know, he works more than I do, you know. Um, but he works a lot, so. Anyway, so he asked the question about, um, I think, New Japan and bringing a business over to America. And the guys responded by, you know, and it was a pretty good discussion. And one of the things that I really took away from it is that you have to, you know, every now and then you have to rethink the way you do business, right? Um, they were they had to rethink the way that they did business a few years ago, and they made some changes, and everything all worked out, right? And so I was listening to that, and that line, and you know, they they, they went on to different questions and were talking, and I was sort of listening, but I just kept thinking that line. And every now and then, you just have to rethink the way you do business, right? Um, and we've already had. Um, what some people may think is a is a minor change to how um, Comic Book Noise is uh, funded now, with me bringing up I don't know how to donate to the show. Uh, but it is but behind the scenes that does take a huge weight off of my shoulder, especially this time of year because around this time of year is when I have to do the big renewal. The big hosting renewal, which is uh, a few hundred dollars. Um, yeah, so that's going to be... Um, it's not going to be as tight as it has been in years past. Um, I'm not saying don't donate. If you feel like donating, by all means, I will gladly accept any donations. All right. Um, but you know that that has been a, a, a way to um, change it because before the way that the the networks hosting um, and system administration uh, domain administration stuff like that were being handled it was all self-funded you know in fact it became a more expensive hobby to me than comic books themselves. That's why that's one of the reasons why I cut back on comic books. A lot of comic books. Um, uh, Chris Parton from the oh, I want to say he does an image podcast with um, Ed Moore. Image Addiction, I believe. Um, I think it's still going. Anyway, um, he mentioned how his his uh, his pull list was like seventeen to twenty books, and I was thinking, well, shit, mine are only like seven. <laughs> you know, my pull list is like seven, maybe fifteen on a heavy, heavy month. You know, and a lot of that has to do with you know money. 
shit, cost of living goes up, but my paycheck has stayed the same, um, and it's like that for a lot of people, so I'm not bitching and moaning, because at least, you know, I have steady employment, um, so with the funding of the show, and the, actually the, the web hosting itself, um, there have been changes behind the scenes, you know, um, we used to have, you know, a few years ago, when we first started off, we had, uh, one, um, web host, but as the network has expanded, we had two different, um, web hosts, web hosting accounts, but it was both with the same company, and that company has been letting me down lately, (coughs) Bluehost, um, so I've been looking for alternatives, and there is another one out there that I sort of like called Sight Point. Is it Sight Guard? I can't remember now. But anyway, um, they have nice service. That's where our icar, our archive files, our 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 archive site was going to be, but they. The big thing about Bluehost, what I like, is that it doesn't um, have uh, size limitation, you know. But uh, these guys actually do. So whereas I, the um, Bluehost has a file number limitation, which we routinely go over. Um, they don't have a size limitation. And Sight Point is good, but it has size. It's only like, uh, I have the 20 gig account. Um, but the, I think the only thing that they offer is like a 30 gig amount of space, which just is not going to do it. So I think that once this contract, excuse me, for them run out, um, I'm going to probably get rid of uh, SiteGuard because we only have the one domain over there. Um, I'll take the files off, copy them somewhere else to one of our other, and I'll figure it out. Um, But anyway, so the only thing that I can really do is think about reformatting the show itself. So that will be coming, and I have been working on it. Not only reformatting comic book noise, <clears throat> but changing all the formats for all the shows I do. All the shows that I should be doing because I really haven't been doing any of them. You know. So anyway, um, there will be a uh, a change coming. Hopefully it's for the best. And if it's not, eh, what am I going to do? I'm just a guy out here making a lot of noise. A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy.